This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. All right, everybody, welcome back. It is Friday again with me, Mike Cadlick from WEI, joined by Taylor Kyles from CLNS Media here on Patriots Press Pass, uh, like we do every single Friday and weekend heading into the NFL slate, bringing you six games to bet on, uh, courtesy of, or odds courtesy of FanDuel, but the segment is powered by Odds R. If you head over to oddsr.com slash press pass, you will get a 30-day free trial of Odds R. What is Odds R? Um, like I've said every week here, it is basically what me and Taylor do here, but it's uh, an actual AI machine computer that tells you what to bet, what not to bet on. Uh, they'll give you the green light, means go, take the bet. Yellow light says maybe, red light, stay away. Uh, it's real simple. They'll give you the best advice over at Odds Are for all of your betting needs. So uh, we're going to start here, like I said, rifling through six games of the week, and we will start with the New England Patriots, our New England Patriots. Uh, the Patriots are... Eight and a half point underdogs, according to FanDuel. The total is 40 and a half. And uh, if you really think the Patriots are going to upset the Bills at home, you can get them at plus 330 on the money line. So, um, Taylor, we've been down there all week, catching the vibe of the team. Um, Obviously, you've been studying the crap out of the Bills with uh, the old uh, Anthony cover one over there. You guys have done great work. You can check that out here on Patriots Press House as well, uh, if you haven't already. But... Um, with what you've seen from this team, with what you've seen with this Bills team, obviously the Patriots have um, a lengthy injury report so far uh, this week, and things aren't going great. They've lost three straight. Um, there's whispers of uh, Bill Belichick and Mac Jones and resetting and trade deadline. And uh, long story short, it's not good. So, uh, what do you make of this matchup? Can they do the upset? Can they make the upset? And uh, yeah, do, they, do you think they have any chance at all? Uh, it's hard to say they do when Josh Allen's kind of owned them in recent history. He's like 4-0 in their past four games. Um, but at the same time, I guess maybe as I've talked to Anthony, I'm starting to think maybe there is a chance because the Bills okay. have been pretty inconsistent this year. Like we've seen Josh Allen, like evil Josh Allen come out. We've all seen good Josh Allen come out, like against the right. uh, Dolphins. And then the defense obviously lost two incredible players in Matt Milano and Tredavious White. That's you know, their version of losing Christian Gonzalez and Matthew Judon, like exactly. massive, massive loss on that side of the ball. And they're pretty inconsistent on defense. They're very boomer bust. So they mm-hmm. generate a ton of takeaways. They're very disruptive up front. They have a lot of tackles for loss, no gain, all those, you know, all that good stuff. But at yep. the same time, they give up a lot of big plays. Like you can pick on Kyir Elam, uh, who was one of their more coveted picks a couple years ago. Other uh, defensive front is very aggressive. And as Patriots fans have seen, you know, in the past, they've used a lot of those uh, whams and traps where you get a tight end or a guard coming and the defensive tackle thinks he's just got free reign up the field and then just gets ear holed. Yep. So they can be had um, if you're patient and you keep the game closing and actually run the ball. So I think if the Patriots can establish a ground game, I think that the chances are going to be pretty good that they at least stay in the game. And the defense, you know, the bend but don't break thing, like as long as they don't let Josh Allen throw over their heads. Much easier said than done. Exactly. I think the Patriots <laughs> might be able to keep it relatively close. Um, but I also Eight don't want to keep it spread. About, yeah, I, Eight and a half points spread. What do you think? Oh, yeah. I uh, oh, Put man. you on the spot here. 
I'm gonna give it to the. I'd say take the Bills still. Okay. Like I, I think the Patriots have to show me more than what they've shown me. They had their best offensive showing last week, but even still, Mac Jones like should have had two turnovers, had one. One should have been a pick six to close yep. out the game. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with Buffalo, but. I will say there's a chance for the Patriots. All right. I like it. Um, I'm with you. I think, uh, yeah, I, I know that, you know, like you said, evil Josh Allen, uh, me and my friends call it 2017, 2018 Josh Allen, where as a rookie, he would just, you know, try and light the world on fire and make some some boneheaded mistake. But the thing is, and you mentioned it being 4-0 in their last four, I think he's 5-1 and in his last six against this team. Like, he owns the Patriots. And that Josh Allen rarely ever comes out against this team. Everyone mm-hmm. talks about that, you know, Bill Belichick takes away their best weapon and makes it beat everyone else. Like that doesn't happen against this Buffalo team. Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs smoke them and they've smoked them the last six times they've faced each other, even in the loss uh, in the win game. Like that was, uh, I mean, that was sort of the anomaly here The the bills own the Patriots. And you said it, what we've seen from this Patriots team the last three weeks, even though they did keep it relatively competitive against the Raiders um, at the end of the day, they still didn't beat the Raiders. They've lost their last three until I see a difference. I got to take the opponent as well. So I think Bills minus eight and a half. Um, and I don't know how much this Patriots team is going to score again either because you talk about that that front, Ed Oliver, AJ Epinesa, obviously Leonard Floyd is an addition this year. Von Miller's comes back from PUP. That we, we really, if we talk about Von Miller because he hasn't you know been around yet, but he mm. can dominate a game and he can muck up a game too. So I like the Bills minus eight and a half. I also like the uh, under 40 and a half because I don't think the Patriots are going to score a lot of points. I don't think they're going to have to, going to be able to get it going against that Bills front. So uh, let's move on to game two. We have Chargers at Chiefs uh, at Arrowhead Stadium. I don't know if we know if Taylor Swift is going to be in the building yet. However, um, her friends from L. Actually, she's from New York. She's not even really an, an L.A. girl. But New York. LA, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm walking here. The L.A. Chargers <laughs> are coming to town. Uh, Chiefs minus four, minus five and a half, excuse me, uh, at FanDuel. The total is a little higher than, obviously, the Bills game, Patriots game, 47 and a half. Um, we saw the Chargers on Monday night against the Cowboys. Um, Justin Herbert still makes all the throws, still tries to make all the plays, but uh, somehow, someway, the kid can't really get it done in the end. I don't know if that's a coaching thing. I don't know if that's a uh, him not being able to – you know, get over said hump or if it's uh, a little bit in the middle because he does have a decent OC with him and Kellen Moore. He does have the weapons, but it seems like Brandon Staley sort of gets in his own way there. Obviously, we know the Chiefs, probably the best team in football, them and uh, the 49ers, obviously. So um, these games always tend to be close, you know, division rivalry, especially at Arrowhead. The Chargers usually show up there. So five and a half point spread for the Chiefs. Uh, what do you make of the matchup in the AFC West? I think this is a Chiefs game. Okay. Uh, you know, I think the Cowboys are a solid team. They're a better defense than they are, I think, a team. And Dak Prescott obviously put the team on his back yeah. uh, when he needed to. But at the same time, like you said, for some reason, they, the Chargers can't close out games. I think the Chiefs have a really, really good young defense on top of all the magic they can make with her, with uh, with Kelsey and with Mahomes. And the Chargers play a lot of zone. And right. I think it's literally like 90% of Travis Kelsey's production this year has been against zone coverage. So. Yep. Yeah, I mean, these are teams I'm like super, super familiar with, so I, I'm not going to get deep into the weeds. I'm just going to go with what I know, and what I know is I think the Chiefs are going to handle business uh, pretty thoroughly. Yeah, I'm with you. I think it, you talk about it too. I mean, that's that's the perfect way to sum this thing up is, you know, that, that zone coverage that um, playing the most versus Travis Kelsey where um, from, you know, not an outsider, but like sort of the outside looking in, you 
turn on and watch a Chiefs game and you see Travis Kelsey in the middle of the field wide open. And it's like, why aren't they covering that guy? It's like, well, they're trying to. He just beats the crap out of his own coverage and they just know how to read it. And they have that, you know, I, I swear to God, Mahomes and Kelsey have some sort of telepathy um, on the field because they are always on the same page. They're always working. Uh, clearly, they put in the work. Um, as far as the spread, I do. I think the Chiefs are going to win the game. I think you're right. We've seen it from the Chargers that they can't really close it out. But they do keep it close. And these games always do end up close. Um, I think last year even there was, you know, what comes to mind is that one play when Justin Herbert, like, completely broken ribs, somehow still, you know, fired a deep post to DeAndre Carter right on the chest. And uh, they ended up, like, keeping it within a field goal. Or they might even won the game. So these teams show up. Uh, Herbert shows out. They're more of in a uh, must-win mode, I think, than the Chiefs are here. Um, so I don't know if they'll win, but I do think they'll cover five and a half. And I also like the over 47 and a half. I think in these spots, these teams score points. Um, mm. Each team could easily score 25, 28 here. So uh, I'm going to go with... Imagine seeing somebody score 25 points. That yeah, it's crazy. it's crazy, right? Wow. You know, actual little offense getting the end zone. It's, uh, it's something to see if you turn on uh, NFL football outside of the New England Patriots. So... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go Chargers plus five and a half, and I'm going to take the over 47 and a half. You can do both of those at FanDuel Sportsbook. So right now we are going to take a moment and listen to uh, them. Give us a word. Put an action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com Boston and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. You heard it there, FanDuel.com slash Boston. Go over and get in on the action and make every moment more America's number one sports book. That's where you can find all the odds uh, that we've talked about here, um, all the other games outside of these six. Um, so go check it out, FanDuel.com slash Boston. You'll get uh, some bonus bets over there. Moving on here, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Los Angeles Rams at home at SoFi. Uh, Rams staying out there this weekend. Rams are minus three on the spread, minus 178 on the money line. You get the Steelers at plus 150 if you so choose. And that total is at 43 and a half. Uh, the Steelers coming off the bye week. They also get Deontay Johnson back this week. Um, I believe his practice window has been open and he could come back as soon as this weekend. So Kenny Pickett getting uh, one of his guys back. Uh, the LA Rams, they obviously have Cooper Cup back. Matt Stafford is throwing the ball as well as anybody. He always does. That I mean, we talk about Stafford almost every week here on the show, Taylor. I mean, that guy's a stud. When he's healthy, mm -hmm. when him and McVay are on, when him and Cooper Cup are on, that offense can just hum and they can, even if they don't score, you know, sometimes it's almost like, it kind of feels Mahomes and Kelsey-esque where like they'll go three, four, five drives without scoring and it's all of a sudden backs against the wall. It's like, oh, okay, let's just go bang, bang, bang and score a touchdown. So mm. um, those guys obviously legit. Um, I'm kind of surprised that this is only a three-point spread. I know the Rams are three and three and have struggled a little bit, but um, I'm going to give my pick first. I think I like the Rams here. Um, just, you know, again, just talking over my head here, I think Steelers coming off a bye is tough because coaches like Mike Tomlin, like Andy Reid, um, used to be like Bill Belichick, come off a bye get right week 
and sort of, you know, get in on the action. But um, I don't know about the Steelers this year. I know we've sort of talked about them a bunch, um, falling in love with Kenny Pickett, liking them, and then sort of falling off. So um, I like the Rams here, minus three and a half. But what do you make of the matchup with Pittsburgh coming off the bye, heading to L.A., and taking on the Los Angeles Rams? Yeah, man, I'm not putting my faith in Pittsburgh. They, yeah. they scored, let's say they scored 10 points last week. They scored six points against the Texans. It's not been a great season for them, uh, right. even with the bye week. And also the Rams, I love Matt Stafford, as you said. Yeah. Um, and also they have a really good run. They have a really good running game, pretty good defense. This is another one I'm not going to overthink. I think this is this is Rams. This is Rams. Yeah, and the only thing, you mentioned the run, the run, um, the run offense with, uh, you meant, you said run offense for the Rams, right? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. So I didn't, I couldn't remember if you said defense because Kyron Williams is also out. Um, mm. However, and I think Ronnie Rivers, their backup, is also nursing something. But that's sort of a McVay, Shanahan, Lafleur, whoever you want to call it, plug and play. Mike McDaniel, plug and play running back system where um, it's up to the blocks, it's up to the scheme, and whoever they throw back there can get. You know, besides Cam Akers, apparently in LA, ever anyone can get. You know, three to five yards to pop and and help Matt Stafford uh, in that situation. So I, I'm with you. You're right. Don't overthink it. I think LA um, three or more seems. You know, again, it, it kind of feels like a uh, uh, tricky line from from the betting angle where it's like, oh, why is this only three points? And Pittsburgh somehow squeaks one out. But again, you're right. Don't overthink it. That's that's me overthinking it here. I think LA wins. Um, they could win by 10 or more. I like their offense much more than Pittsburgh's offense. So moving on, Arizona Cardinals at Seattle Seahawks out on the West Coast. The Seahawks are seven and a half point favorites. Uh, the total is 44 and a half. Cardinals are three to one plus 300 on the money line at FanDuel. Um, Cardinals getting Kyler Murray back this week at practice anyway. He opened his 21-day window to return from injured reserve after tearing his ACL uh, last season. Apparently, he was full go at practice, according to Jonathan Gannon. So, look, I don't know if he'll come back this week. I feel like they'll probably let him ease back into this a little bit more, even though they didn't give him an injury designation at practice. Um, so, I think they'll still roll with Josh Dodds. Um, Cardinals... Kind of a frisky team, but also just like a bad team. I, I keep using that word frisky on here. I think frisky pairs perfectly with uh, gambling because I think it's, you know, you you go from a team that you think is, you know, a dog crap team like the Cardinals, and then they all of a sudden uh, bang one out and, you know, win a game against, you know, the Seahawks, a division game like like this weekend. But uh, Geno's still Geno. Seahawks are, you know, Despite losing last weekend, I think they're, you know, a solid team that plays competitive against just about everybody. Um, a And again, another NFC West rivalry matchup here that, you know, it's anyone's game really in, in most division games, including, again, this this Buffalo Bills-Patriots uh, game this weekend. So having said that, seven and a half points spread, uh, Cardinals at Seahawks. What do you think? Do you think the Seahawks cover? Do you think the Cardinals can't upset them? I think the Seahawks cover. I'm not going to lie. These are another two teams where, like, I'm not doing a whole lot of deep dives into them, but I love me some Geno Smith. I know they were, like, starting rookies at tackle last game and still did yeah. pretty well. Um, and they got a good defense. So, yeah, I'm going to go Seahawks. I think uh, I think they cover. I think they cover. Okay. Um, I'm going to take the Cardinals with the points. I think seven mm -hmm. and a half, uh, you know, a two-possession game, you got to win by if you're Seahawks to cover. I think – um, Cardinals, like again, they they can keep it close here. They can, 
you know, muck it up a little bit with, you know, some of their, the weapons they have and, you know, Hollywood Brown, look, look, he, he's struggling. He hasn't been great since he left Baltimore, but that's a guy who you get him the ball in space and he can roll Josh Dobbs too. Like, look, if, if thinking about the Cleveland Browns right now with PJ Walker getting a win against San Francisco, I think and Deshaun Watson's obviously hurt, but Josh Dobbs for, uh, was it Tennessee last season, you know, finished the season and got them into the playoffs goes to Cleveland, gets cut for Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Then DTR stinks, so then Josh Dobbs goes to Arizona. He's playing pretty well. If Josh Dobbs was with the Cleveland Browns right now, I don't know if they would even turn back to Deshaun Watson. That guy's pretty good. Like, that guy can play ball. You plug him into a system, and he just kind of rolls. So um, I think they can keep it close here in Seattle. I don't know if they'll win. It feels like um, a little bit of wishful thinking there for uh, Arizona to win this one. But I do. I think they can keep it close. So I'm going to go 7.5 plus 7.5 Cardinals. And uh, I'm going to take the over 44 and a half too. I, I trust those offenses to put up some points here. So um, let's listen to our friends over at Factor Meals before we finish this show off here. Fall season already in swing. You might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Too busy this fall to cook? But want to make sure you're eating well? With Factor, skip the extra trip to the grocery store and the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too, while still getting the flavor and nutritional quality you need. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy, then get back to crushing your goals. Looking for calorie-conscious options during the busy season? Try the delicious dietitian approved calorie smart meals with around uh, less than 550 calories per serving. This September, get factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com slash presspass50 and use code presspass50 to get 50% off. That's code PRESSPASS50 at factormeals.com slash PRESSPASS50 to get 50% off. PRESSPASS50, 50% off. Go do it. I know Taylor's all in on the factor meals. Uh, I haven't got my hands on them yet, but uh, they're pretty solid uh, from what I hear. So, again, go to uh, factor meals, get 50% off with code PRESSPASS. Um, Let's round this thing out, Taylor. We got... Sunday night football and Monday night football to get to. Let's start with Sunday night first, and we'll keep it in the AFC East. The Miami Dolphins are heading to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. Eagles are two-and-a-half-point favorites at FanDuel. The total is high, 51-and-a-half. Um, Dolphins continue to roll. That offense is dominant. They had one hiccup against Buffalo and, I guess, against New, New England, but they still obviously got the win there. Um, that team is rolling, taking on the Philadelphia Eagles, who – uh, finally lost last week. Um, surprisingly, they lose uh, to uh, the New York Jets of uh, of all people, the AFC East foe, <laughs> New York Jets. So that was uh, that was definitely something. But they come home again, and they are two and a half point favorites according to FanDuel. Um, do the Miami Dolphins keep rolling? Do the Eagles lose two in a row? Or do you see Philly getting back on track and knocking off Miami? 
Yeah, uh, the Eagles are down. I think Reed Blankenship and Bradley Roby most likely. Like, that's yeah. tough, and yeah. I I don't know against <laughs> against the Dolphins. You kind of need all hands on deck. So yeah, I think this is one that they're uh, the Dolphins are going to be able to pull out. I think their defense is going to be able to do enough. Um, it's probably going to be a competitive game. Probably going to be a pretty high scoring game. Uh, but yeah, I'd expect the Dolphins to come out on top. Yeah, I think so too. You, you talk about it in that sense with the, the the injuries on the Philly defense. That immediately tells me that uh, the Dolphins are going to score some points um, because that's just what they do. Um, I think they've again, like I said, they hit two little load roadblocks offensively with, I guess, the Patriots and the Buffalo Bills. But I mean, really, this team is scoring like thirty eight points a game on average. I know that's a little skewed from their seventy pointer, but nonetheless, they're still rolling. Um, they lead the league in rushing. They lead the league in passing. No matter who they put back there at running back, they're going to go for like 100 and 200 plus. Uh, two is obviously back there slinging the ball all around the yard. Two Tyree Kill, two Jalen Waddle. That offense rolls. Um, but then also thinking about it from Philly's perspective uh, against the Jets, struggling offensively um, from a team that was undefeated and then lost their first game. So I think they get back on track offensively. So I love the over 51 and a half. I think both these teams can score 30 plus in this one. Um, with two defenses that are pretty subpar, especially with injury. Um, as far as the point spread, I think that Miami goes on the road and wins this one. I think that team has a lot of juice right now. Um, so I like Miami plus two and a half. Um, kind of surprising to see the defending NFC champion Philadelphia Eagles lose two straight. But with the way Miami's playing, I think it's hard uh, hard to defend that team and hard to, hard to count them out for a loss right now. So um, with those... Uh, Injuries in the Philly secondary. I'm going to go with Miami plus two and a half, and I'm going to go over 51 and a half. So rounding this one out, Taylor, we have Monday night football, and we have the San Francisco 49ers, who also just lost last weekend to the Cleveland Browns. So no more undefeated teams in NFL football this okay. season. Yep, they are headed to the Dome, to the Minnesota Vikings, to take on Kirk Cousins, who... Uh, was Kyle Shanahan's one-time love. Uh, can't get his hands on him, so now he's got to deal with Brock Purdy uh, out there in San Fran, who had his one sort of down game from an otherwise MVP caliber season, at least according to um, our friends at FanDuel. Brock Purdy, before last weekend, was the favorite. Now goes to Tua Tagovailoa. Um, the spread on this game, San Francisco <laughs> on the road, favorites at minus seven. The total is 44 um, Vikings obviously down Justin Jefferson, uh, San Francisco 49ers again, one hiccup last weekend, but they're still rolling. That team's, you know, pretty dominant otherwise, um, outside of last weekend's, uh, down game. So seven point spread Niners coming off a loss Vikings down for the count basically all season. What do you make of the game? What do you make of the spread? Who wins this one? Yeah, well, the 49ers, you know, you never know with them how much like not participating in practice means because they got a lot of older players who are really right. good. But they got like Aaron Banks, a guard, Dre Greenlaw, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, and Trent Williams. None of them participated yesterday. So that sets sounds off like some a, Sounds bells. like a Patriots injury report. Right? Yeah. yeah. So like not not great, Bob. Uh, but at the same time, it took the best defense in football, like by a wide margin, the Browns, uh, to take down the 49ers. I don't right. think the Vikings are like that. So, yeah, I'm, even with some of their key players out, I think the 49ers roll in this one. I, I think so, too. I think this is another one of those don't overthink it. Like, they give you the, the seven points for, a you know, a touchdown game. But I think they could easily win by 10, 14, maybe even 21 mm -hmm. here. Like, it depends because um, with Justin Jefferson out, the Vikings are obviously they, – they've been down. They've been down all season. Um, 
again, I think Kirk Cousins, this is probably his last year in Minnesota. I think they'll sort of do a reset after this year. Um, so they seem to, again, be, I, I keep saying it, but down for the count, Minnesota, after last year, having all those close one possession games, uh, they can't now can't find a win uh, to save their life. So uh, in a bounce back spot on Monday Night Football in primetime, San Fran comes in and rolls and Brock Purdy might actually take over that top dog MVP slot once again uh, as we leave week seven. So that'll do it for us. Make sure you follow Taylor Kyles on Twitter at tkyles39. Read all of his stuff, film breakdowns, and analysis at clnfmedia.com. Uh, it's the best in the business, at least out here in New England, uh, maybe even across the entire country. So make sure you put them the up. World. <laughs> world. Uh, you can follow myself on Twitter at Mike Cadlick. Uh, read all my Patriots analysis and coverage at WEI.com. Um, get in on the action this weekend at FanDuel and check out oddsr.com slash press as well for your 30-day free trial of odds are. That'll do it. We'll see you in week eight. Hopefully we win some money, Sailor. We'll see what goes on. Uh, but until next time, thank you all for watching and we'll talk to you next week.